Throughout history, ballroom dancing, square dancing, all kinds of dancing has allowed us to see the interplay of the five aspects of mindful loving, including the allowing for space, for separateness in between our times of togetherness and support. Hi, this is Christine Bates of Boxer, Mississippi. Welcome to episode 137 of the Deep South Dharma podcast, being released on September 21st, 2021. This is the fifth and last in our series on mindful parenting. And the topic this time is called Allowing. The fifth aspect of mindful loving, and therefore mindful parenting, is called allowing. Now, allowing is maybe a bit of a clumsy word, chosen maybe (laughs) so that the five A's are indeed five A's, but it is still an appropriate word, right? By allowing, we mean allowing appropriate privacy and space, for instance depending on the age of the child. But also, we mean leaving physical, emotional, or mental space to work through feelings, to problem solve, or simply to create. The size of that space varies with age, situation, and person. In all of these endeavors, it is the allowing of appropriate struggle without necessary, without unnecessary interference that makes new growth and creativity possible. It is the allowing of appropriate struggle, right? Not full-fledged frustration, because we know when we get to points of frustration, we're not learning anything new, but there is a certain amount of frustration that is ideal for creating new growth and creativity. So in this last facet of our series, we're coming full circle, mindful loving, mindful parenting, mindful self reparenting begins with attention and allowing is moderated by that attention. What I mean is we don't just practice allowing by itself because that would be simple neglect. We stay present while allowing where appropriate. So that when useful struggle starts to devolve into frustration, we can step in just enough to support the dynamic struggle without allowing our children to become overwhelmed or even allowing ourselves to become overwhelmed. As I said, frustration is a state in which no new learning can occur. So too much can be harmful because it can lead to discouragement. So here's a very everyday example. If a small child is trying to put a jacket on by herself, it is best to allow her the time to do that. 
If it becomes clear that she's becoming frustrated with trying to get her arm into the sleeve and she's on the edge of giving up or falling into a rage, it is worthwhile to step in just enough to help with one sleeve, but then back up again and allow her to continue. We don't have to just take over the whole project the minute a child becomes frustrated. Instead, we offer just enough help to bring that person back into a realm where they can struggle productively again. And unfortunately, in our culture, we sometimes don't know the value of or existence of productive struggle. Now, ideally, we want the pace of our family's lives to be set up so that there is usually time to allow this type of struggle. And I say usually, very guardedly. Realistically, we know sometimes there are the days that we, we just have to get the jackets on or not and get to the car. But most days we want to build in room for learning and for developing self-sufficiency. We want time for productive struggle to be the norm. As our children get older, the moments of allowing may become more subtle. But here, it's still helpful to have the attitude of being present, um, holding space is a popular phrase for this, and then when needed, stepping in just enough to provide guardrails. Then continuing to practice attention, we're ready to step back to allow again. So there really is that sort of coming close, stepping back when we think of in dancing, right? Or at least more formal dancing, ballroom dancing, all kinds of uh, partners dancing, line dancing, square dancing. All of it has this aspect of we come together to support, we back up, we leave space, we come together again. Now, if we grew up with too much allowing, we may tend not to give enough space. One of our struggles in loving others or in parenting others is trying to give others what we needed instead of taking stock of the present moment situation to give the other person what they actually need. So if we grew up with too much allowing, we may tend not to give enough space. If we grew up without enough allowing, if we felt helicoptered, if we felt smothered, we may leave our kids to flounder when they really could use our help. And then our own frustration can arise if we just temperamentally tend to prefer one mode or another, or if we feel insecure when it's time to shift from one space to another. You know, typically, um, we, we have one or the other mode that's more comfortable for us. Some of us are more comfortable being with. Some of us are more comfortable leaving space. And we may not have a lot of confidence in our ability to inhabit that other mode and, and then a whole other level of not confident about flexing between the two when we need to or dancing between the two. Regular mindfulness practice can help give us the ability to see clearly 
And even more than that, it can help us develop the kind of flexibility that allows us to dance with our loved ones as we grow and as they grow. We can respond in the moment to what is needed. And so that makes us more flexible than getting rigidly in our comfortable places. And finally, we can learn to offer ourselves love in the form of the five A's as we practice what with what occurs in our own minds. In working with our own minds and recognizing, okay, some, some thoughts need to be deliberately intervened on with some uh, logic, with some wiser, more skillful thinking, and some thoughts need to be... Um, uh, allowed to pass without a lot of attention on our part, right? That's just one example. But in working with our own minds, we can receive some of the best practice in mindful loving that there is. Let's just take a moment and be with yourself and noticing your own sense of comfort with giving space, giving presence, and the dance between the two. You are always welcome to join Deep South Dharma for a live practice group. Those are occurring these days on Mondays, 7 to 8 p.m. Central Time. You can pick up the Zoom link and join us at deepsouthdharma.org. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Deep South Dharma podcast. We hope you'll feel welcome to share this with anyone you think would find it useful. And as always, feel free to message us your feedback, questions, or topics of interest. 
Until we meet again, take good care of this body, mind, and heart.